you cannot be chasing money. If you chase money in any career, I yeah. feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. I started training Leanne Womack, and then it just kind of spread word of mouth. I didn't go looking for it. I didn't get out of the Marine Corps thinking, I'm training celebrities, that's what I want to do. All I thought is I want to train for a living. You don't have to eat bland, boring food. That's not what it's supposed to be because right. that you're just setting yourself up for failure because who wants to eat grilled chicken and broccoli with nothing on it for the next year? Yeah, nobody. I mean, you're going to fail at yeah. some point. You might make it a year, but you're probably not going to make it too. Age 20, you enlist in the Marines. And you spent nine, year nine years in the Marines, correct? Correct. And two tours of duty. Yes. And you were also, and I'm going to, this is verbatim, so off your website, I believe. If I screw up, please tell me. You led the first female platoon attached to infantry in a war zone. That is correct. I don't know what that means, but okay. it sounds really important. Okay, so the Marine Corps has never formed an all-female platoon. So it was the first all-female platoon that's ever been formed. So I was in charge of that. I had led other platoons before with guys, but it's the first all-female platoon. So what happened in the war zone is they needed women to search women, like infantry. The infantry guys could not search the women in the city of Fallujah. And so they needed women to search, to be attached to the infantry to search the women. Okay. And so they formed an all-female platoon, trained them, but it was actually my MOS, my job already, it's called MOS, um, but it was my job already to search people. I was a military police. I was a field MP, which means war zone stuff. Right. And so that was my actual job. Most of the women were not. They pulled them from all different jobs and stuck them in this, and then we, I trained them how to do it, and then we were attached to the infantry. So at that point, when, when you're 20, and well, I guess you're 29 by the time you leave, yeah. did you know what you wanted to do? Like, did you know you wanted to be uh, like in, in fitness, or was it... So Something I was certified to train when I was 18. Okay. So I was tra a trainer before I went in, and then I joined the Marine Corps, and then as soon as I got back out day one, I went right back in it. So all I've ever done is fitness my whole world. Wow. So two tours in Iraq. Do you ever want to go back and just uh, on vacation and hang out in the sand? No. Oh, wait, in the sand. Maybe at the beach, not there. <laughs> no, I was just... I, you know what's really funny is I was actually, we were moving and I moved a lot of our um, Marine Corps, all my Marine Corps like, stuff from war like I have in this bag and it all had that, I touched it and I was like, it had that, as soon as I touched it, it had that feeling of war again. I was yeah. like, this is that feeling. Because we went 66 days in the shower. We were disgusting. Wow. That was my first tour before they had, I mean, it's different now over there. Well, but first, I just want to say thanks for your service. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I'm glad that there's brave people like you because uh, the, the cowards like me, uh, we get to... You're not a coward. <laughs> that doesn't make you a coward. No, different I, strokes, different folks, right? A lot of people in the military have trouble transitioning back into civilian life. Was that something that you encountered or was it because you had a drive and you had, you knew what you wanted to do? It, it was easy. Uh, it's definitely not easy. No, it's, a, it's definitely a huge challenge um, I went through counseling I mean anytime war war can really mess you up mentally and you obviously see that a ton um, thankfully I had a good support team around me that got me help yeah we, we, we did something recently with a, a nonprofit um, fit ops uh, foundation and it, it takes uh, people from the military that have kind of they need assistance essentially like finding their way and they they, they put them through a personal training program and help them find jobs in fitness, which is really cool. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it was, but it's like their stories, I was reading a lot of them, and it was, I never, not being in the military, I didn't know how difficult that is until, you know, you read some of them, and it really is, it's, it's powerful. But if you think about it, you think, ah, oh, it's so easy, you come back and you're just a normal person, but your brain just can't switch like that. Yeah. It just, it just, at least mine couldn't. No, I It don't. was easier my second deployment, my first deployment was really hard to come back and be 
normal. My second deployment was easier, and it's never easy, but easier. And then I got out, and I was like, okay. So now, but when after the second one, when you got out, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to miss this. It was like, I've done, I, I've served mm. my country, I've done my time, it's time to go. No? No, I miss it. I got out because I was going to lose custody of my kids. I didn't get out because I wanted to. Oh. So I was, I had gotten divorced, and I was going to lose custody, and so I chose to get out. I had one, because I was getting ready to play again. And um, so I made the decision to get out, and I miss it every day. Wow. The mil- the Marine Corps is like embedded in me. I love every bit of it. I will support our troops to the day I die. I love veterans. I love everything. And, you know, but that's that drive that, I mean, I mean you learn, a, I'm sure you learn a lot there, like discipline, because um, structure. structure. A lot. And, and do you carry that with you when you Absolutely. Leave? I feel like my military time has completely made me who I am today. I mean, I was obviously a structured, not obviously, but I was a structured person before I went in, but definitely not to the level I am now. Okay. Because my day is so minute to minute. There's what is your day? Of, my day is insane. So I start at 3.30 in the morning. I get up. And then I eat breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? You're like, what the heck? That sounds uh, dumb. <laughs> no, no. I'm just like, I, I'm, again, I'm I trying work to a lot. Okay. So I get up early, um, and then I start training between... 4.45, 5-ish. I leave the house about 4.30. But I like to get up, and I like to see... The, the early Today show comes on at 3.30, so... Oh, you can't, you can't miss, miss yeah, it. You can't, gotta, you've got to get, you gotta get, get some it. news in, right? I get it, yeah. You gotta Take get. my beat shot, eat my breakfast, pack my humongous lunchbox today. When I say humongous, it's like literally this big. It's like a trunk that you have to like put on your back and look <laughs> I'm like, right? well, I got my 10 water. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, well, you could actually... I like to eat a lot. Okay, but I mean, but you're eating, you're eating clean. organic, clean, and I think that that's something that, um, that I, that I want to touch on is that uh, people think, I got to, you know, okay, especially now, right, because we're in the midst of um, resolution season. It's like, right. I got to diet, which means I'm not, I don't have to eat, and that's not necessarily And you know what the, the other case. myth is? Not only do you not, not have to eat because I want you to eat regularly, you don't have to eat bland, boring food. That's not what it's supposed to be because right. that you're setting yourself up for failure. Because who wants to eat grilled chicken and broccoli with nothing on it for the next year? Yeah, nobody. I mean, you're going to fail at yeah. some point. You might make it a year, but you're probably not going to make it too. At some point, you're going to crash and burn. So I want to teach people how delicious healthy foods can be. And so in my book and on my Pretty Muscles app, I have it. I have a whole meal plan set out for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and of course, healthy desserts because it's about a lifestyle. Right. Healthier desserts, not perfectly healthy, but, um, and I made it so simple. It tells you what to eat for all the meals and you can choose vegetarian if you're choosing that and you can mix and match if you want some vegetarian, some not. Um, and then it will make you a very beautiful grocery list. All right. And if you want to, you can hit buy and the groceries are delivered to your house. Is the Pretty Muscles app a a continuation or an evolution of of the book because the book was 2016. It so was a four by was a four by four four diet. by four diet, okay. which all the meal plan follows my book, the four by four diet. Okay, which my meal my book is very simple. It's all about learning to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle forever and not not a crash course on anything. So it's about cutting out starches at night. I'm not telling you don't eat carbs. Eat them early in the day. We have time to burn them. You know, it's, so it's simple things like that. Learning how to watch sodium, sugar, all that fun stuff. Still drink alcohol, but drink it smaller portions. Let's plan out your week. You might have a bunch of events or a bunch of parties. Let's plan your drinking out. Right. You don't need to drink it all of them. Right. I mean, find a joy of life and it doesn't have to be alcohol. 
Right. I mean, there's also drugs that you could... No, I'm just kidding. I, I mean, like there's that. dancing. Dancing's <laughs> like a drug, right? Right, yeah. For me, it is. No, I, well, for me, it's definitely not. Um, <laughs> I, I, I embarrass my wife when I dance and myself. Who cares? I embarrass myself all the time. No, you, but you carry it because I watch that video. And I make a fool of myself and I just laugh and don't give a see, crap. I <laughs> was just like, man, I don't have that in me to do it. Beet uh, juice and tequila. <laughs> Perfect mix, right? Uh, you live in Nashville. I do live in Nashville. You have two, two, two kids? Two amazing boys. Okay. Most of the time. Are you very, is their life very structured? Like, are you like, you better make that bed or else, or are you like, you get know, up, it's 3.30. You know? <laughs> I do not, do, no. Actually, neither one of my kids live with me. Um, they both have, one's in college now, and he's actually getting ready to get certified as a trainer in the next month. Very cool. And he plays soccer in college. The other one plays soccer overseas in Spain. Okay, so you let, them off the, you let them off the hook when it comes to uh, getting up at three thirty. They both they both are driven in what they want to do, but they're I'm not like crack the whip unless I have to. I right. mean, mom's cool until mom's not cool. Right, yeah. and I don't have a problem being not cool mom. Sometimes St- you're still mom. So I'm, I'm very disciplined, very structured, but yet I love to have a lot of fun with them. Okay, uh, so then in around what two thousand seven ish, you become not just a trainer, but a celebrity trainer. You start to train Carrie Underwood. Am I correct on that That timeline? is correct. How does it that come It might have been 2000, it was 2008, maybe. 2008? Okay. I think it might have been 2008, but I had trained other celebrities prior to her. So she how does that friend. come about? You know, I started training Leanne Womack, and then it just kind of spread word of mouth. It's like one to the next to the next. I didn't go looking for it. I didn't get out of the Marine Corps thinking, I'm training celebrities. That's what I want to do. All I thought is I want to train for a living. This is what I want to do. And everyone's like, I was single at that point, obviously, because I was going through custody. I was single. And I was like, all I want to do is train. They're like, you you need to find a real job. And I was like, real job? This is what I love. This is what I'm going to do every day. Remember, this was before training was cool. Got it. Training's a cool job now. But back then, it was before social media or anything. Uh, I've been training since... It was like, oh, you're a trainer. Like, <laughs> let's do something real. And so I was like, I'm going to be successful. I will be successful. And so I started a house cleaning business because I couldn't pay the bills when I was training then. And so I started a house cleaning business while I was training. And as my training built up, I slowly st- stopped the house cleaning until I was able to support my family. There must have been a lot of dirty homes in that area after that, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Actually, actually, really, that's like instant gratification, cleaning houses. Dude, I love to clean. So, Seriously. I really do. Yeah. I really I, do. So I prefer it. So I've been training since then. So it was just like it, gra- it gradually grew one to another. I wasn't looking th- at all for that. So when I started training in Leanne Womack, it just went one next. And now I have an amazing career. But they're just amazing regular people. Right. With very good talents. And also, you know, it's it, – it, I, I get that too. A, a buddy of mine um, – who usually co-hosts this with me? He's a celebrity trainer, and I asked him the fr- when I first met him. I'm like, "Well, how do you become that?" And he was like, "I don't know." Like, you don't I, look for it. I get not, that all the time. Yeah, he's like, "I don't know." I guess be a nice person. He's like, "It really just kind of it became word of mouth thing." And it, he just just like you, he's passionate about it and he takes That's, it seriously, and he connects with the people he works with. And that is what it's 100 relationships. Keeping your mouth shut. It's a big one. Right. Yeah, um, can't be gossiping. No, you cannot. And you need to be passionate about what you do. Your passion will show through. You cannot be chasing money. If you chase money in any career, I yeah. feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. Follow your heart and the money will work out. You know, there's one thing that I think gets a bad rap a lot from people is uh, is group fitness. And that's kind of what you're saying. You're saying create a community. But I mean, in a sense that if you're getting people together in their training, that is a group fitness. 
but do you do you feel that same way? Do you feel like group fitness is it doesn't give people the attention they need, so their form can suffer and they can get injured? That's one hundred percent true. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. But what it does do is motivate people to work out. Yeah. So it might not give them perfect form. That's where one-on-one personal training, I feel like, is super important. Is to learn, even if you do go to group fitness, I feel like at some point you should take at least a couple sessions from a trainer that does know what they're doing and teach you perfect form and then go do the classes. Yeah, that's it's something that I I used to train a lot with a group early in the morning and uh, until my wife and I had a kid that's not hasn't been the case since then <laughs> that's life but, but you know like when there was a specific goal in mind you know they uh, people in the group would still go train for whether it be powerlifting or um you know strong it didn't matter what it was but they would go seek a trainer that would help them to ensure that they were doing the movements correctly so they weren't injured that's smart but it's like they just wanted they enjoyed and i i enjoyed that group atmosphere doesn't everybody want someone saying wow dude you just killed it yes i mean everyone does mm-hmm. Every, it makes however it's said to them it makes you feel good and it makes you want to do it more right and also it, it, there's an accountability thing too mm-hmm. like if I know my buddies or uh, you know are gonna be there I'm not gonna leave them hanging I'm gonna show up even if it's six in the morning and I'm I don't want to go I'm, you don't want to be that guy exactly exactly and there's nothing like a little friendly competition let's be honest yeah I sure. mean no you, you're motivated you're to, gonna push yourself a little bit harder totally. but you still need to listen to your body. Do it safely, which is what you see a lot of. Yeah. Can I pick your brain on some beginners 101 stuff? Yes. Because it's, again, being this time of year, this is where people are going to be diving right back into the gym. And a lot of them just go like, you know, balls, uh, to, the wall. balls to the wall, hair on fire, 90 miles an hour. And then Crash they and peer burn. out. And it's, it's, it's so sad because if they had taken the time to seek some, some help or figure out how to structure something that is sustainable, they it wouldn't, but I, I don't know. You wh- know what? I did. I have made that so easy in my Pretty Muscles app. Okay. I have made it so easy. I have it. It's for all levels because I tell you exactly how to do each move. I have modified versions for each move. The workouts change for 52 weeks. It's different every single day. Oh. So there's a lot. There's a lot of workouts. I turn fitness into a game, so I try to keep everybody engaged. So in my book, I have my book, the four x four diet. I have all Tabata workouts. Okay. I do have Tabata mixed in because I love Tabata. Yeah. So not only do I love Tabata, but I love like countdown games. Like we're gonna do ten sumo squat jumps now, ten second hold, nine sumo squat, squat jumps, ten second hold, things like that. So I have lots of that mixed in, and then we have some circuit training. So it changes all the time. It's not all Tabatas. It's not all games. But it's all mixture, and it's for all levels. And I said, look, if you're new to it, that's fine. I want you to say, I want you to do half the reps. Half the reps, but I want you to have perfect form. And if you need to hold on, I don't mind. Nobody's judging. It's a judge-free zone. Right. All I want you to do is every day I want you to work on bettering yourself. You try. You progress. I mean, It's slow and steady. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the journey. Don't try to go in there and do 20 jumping lunges when you haven't done one lunge in a year. Like That's right. just not smart. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm going to teach you that. And I'm going to say, hey, you don't have to jump. It's okay. Is and it mostly body weight? No, it's a mixture. Okay. It's a mixture. I do love body weight training. That might be my Marine Corps side. I do love body weight training, but it is just as much weights. And a lot of times, people don't need to be using weights on lunges. If they're new, it's body weight. Yeah. If you've been doing it, you add weights. So it just depends on your level. And our, so, I mean, it changes every, you said changes every week. And, uh, that is that gives people access to doing a lot of different movements and, and, and to practice a lot of different movement patterns. And, you know, 
there's a specific amount of it's a specific group of people that want to get big and huge and walk on a stage or train for the stage, right? Right. And so, that would not be for my app. The rest of us want to touch our toes or tie our shoes or play with our kids on the ground. Livable. Right. And that's more what mine is all about learning to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle, whether it be through the meal plan or it be through the movement. And I always encourage everybody outside of just doing the app is to get 10,000 steps a day. Everybody can do that. Even if you can't get yourself started and you can't work out, just start moving. Because you know what? So a lot of times if you just start moving, how much, when you're moving and you're walking, do you say, oh, I want that pizza? No, because movement helps break cravings. Right. So if you can start moving, a lot of times it'll help you clean up your eating too. And then the next step is introducing the working out. If you can do it all at once, that's great. But if you can't, for today, just start moving. Get outside. Like and fresh air will help with depression. It helps mm -hmm. with everything. Sunshine. So yeah. get outside, get some fresh air, get some movement in your body. The more you move, the better you feel. The more you sit, the tighter you get. And you got to break that vicious cycle of feeling yucky. So what was the last workout you did? Do you remember? Oh, it was this morning. <laughs> I did... Um, oh, it was at 3, uh, 3.30. No. no, it was 4 o'clock. Today it was no, 4 o'clock. I slept in. No. I slept. It was like vacation. I'm in New York. Come on, it's vacation. <laughs> but no, I did uh, a bunch of jumping lunges um, bunch of, I did jumping lunges, pull-up combo, back and forth, back and forth. Like I would do pull-ups and then I'd go do jumping lunges and then I did one-legged squats on the BOSU ball. I love those. Now, you love to train. It's clear and there, you have a passion for it. A lot of people do that. That, that They walk into it with that dread of, a, you know... Oh, oh, no, that's not me. How, how do you... I'm trying to think of how somebody, uh, and we'll use me as an example because that's exactly what happens sometimes when, with just in a lot of things. How do you start to change your thinking? How do we start to change You know what? Things? The biggest thing I can say is, look, movement is a gift. Yeah. I mean, it is a gift. We could lose it tomorrow. I mean, anything can happen. We can be in a car accident and not be able to move our body. I would say it's a gift. Get out, celebrate it every day. And not only... Is it a gift that you get to move? You're going to feel so much better once you do it. Right. No. I mean, how often do you do a workout and say, oh, that was not worth it? Yeah. I mean, it's never a waste. You never regret no. a workout. Always no matter better. how bad it is. And not every workout is going to be your best. Don't beat yourself up. If you had a crappy one, oh, well, next day, you do better. Yeah. No, you always feel better after a workout, for sure. And, and, and honestly, I, I was kidding. I'm self-deprecating, and I, I do make a lot of jokes uh, at my own expense. But I, I do believe that, too. And it's good to hear the reminder, though. Uh, I was doing an event uh, a few years ago, and... I, it was, I was out of my league there and it was like a, an, an endurance event and I was just like kind of, you know, running down and the guy running it said, uh, you know, you're lucky to be here. And I'm like, and that's such yeah. a good point, right? Wow. You're right. Like, you know, like this is really not bad. Like I'm just in the woods, like walking around, but I'm lucky to be here. Like, and I'm you're laughing. Everybody's sitting on their couch. So amen. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know what? You're moving and yeah. that's what matters. Yes. Every time you put your step forward, it's one step better to bettering yourself. Another question. Uh, we have a, a pregnant lady in the office. Yay. That's awesome. She says, um, anything I should do to prepare my body phys physically during pregnancy? Should I scale back? Like, scale back on certain movements, clearly, but, like, should I scale back on my, my physical activity? So, if you're pregnant, the number one thing to do is to check with your doctor. Once your doctor has cleared you, then, and you're fine to work out, Continue to do what you've always done. Obviously, the abs need to be modified, your core work. You can still do side planks. Bird dogs are really good. Planks are really good. As long as you know how to engage your core, you can't just let your stomach hang. Yeah. you got to keep it pulled in because you don't want your abs to separate. So you got to keep that engaged. As far as like lunges, squats, push-ups, pull-ups, you can, you can do that if you've always done it. 
Um, and if you need to modify it, I would say like jumping, you can do jumping in the beginning, but you'll notice that jumping, as soon as it starts getting uncomfortable, it's a time right. to change. To scale it back. Okay. Yeah, and then you'll notice as you get bigger, regular squats, your belly gets in the way, so you go more sumo squats. Right. So you just, there's little tweaks like that, but you want to continue to move your body if your doctor's approved you. You want to keep your hips strong. You want to keep all that strong because it's going to make the delivery easier. Not only does it make the delivery easier, it makes the bounce back afterwards much easier. And well, so you, you, and I've seen people uh, training straight up and maybe not the day before. The oh, I train clients the day before. Really? Uh huh. Okay, so that's something that that's not going to affect anybody if they're doing it properly and they're still checking in with their doctor. They're making sure as things long as, are. As long as nothing's wrong with them physically and the doctor is letting them, there's nothing wrong with moving your body. Well, as long as you do it safely. All right. Cool. Well, she's going to watch this. So. so I was running stairs. I was two weeks late on both mine. And I was running stairs to try to get those mofos to come out. Didn't work. But um, <laughs> Did you ask politely? I was like, come on, please, Lord, take them. Please, Lord. They did not. <laughs> you said before that you do follow like trends and things like that. Is there any trends that just drive you nuts that are that are like, you know, buzzworthy right now? Trend that I've never said the word buzzworthy either, so that's the first for me. Oh, I pulled it out for you. That's yeah. awesome. It's me. It's my presence. <laughs> Let's see. What trend is driving me crazy right now? So this works, sure. but I don't agree with it, okay? Mm-hmm. And you see it all the time. It's the keto diet. Wow. Okay. This is the most common answer I, I did, which is I mean, really that's funny. Okay, so do, will you lose weight? That's why I say if you want to lose weight the fastest, I mean, you will lose it on keto. Am I saying that you're doing great things for your organs? Mm -hmm. If you do keto correctly, it's better, but a lot of people like bacon, cheese, and that's that's not, your organs don't, even if you get skinny, it's not about being skinny. It's like, how how do you feel? How are your organs feeling? Like, can you live? You know, like, but I want, and then the problem is most people don't stay keto forever. They might make it a year. (laughs) They might make it two years, but eventually they're going to eat carbs again, and then they gain weight so fast. Right. And I always say, eat the carbs. Your carbs are your energy source. Eat them, burn them, don't eat them at night. Yeah. See, I'm not, I don't have, I've never tried to do the keto diet. It's just not for, it's not, it's for, not for me. my lifestyle. It's I just not won't. Either. But like, it's interesting because when people, when, when, when I'm asking, you know, the, these experts what they, what drives them nuts or like what they don't like, keto is something they always go to. And they say the same, it's because it's, yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's not sustainable. T- it's tough to stick with it. And it's also, to me, it's, it would be very antisocial. I wouldn't be able to go do much because I would be tempted to eat, eat but something you know, that I th- On keto, there's still a lot of options, really. Like, you can go to a party and you can eat. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can eat. People right. will take the toppings off the pizza and just eat the cheese and the pepperoni and think, well, I did good. I yeah. I mean, that's not good. It's cheese and pepperoni. Uh, like, yeah, But it's keto, just, so it's okay. Right. And they re- take string cheese and they wrap it and bake it and they fry it. And I'm like, no, no. no that just, see, that's just not something I could do. Like, I would just have to eat the whole thing. I'm oh. not saying if you have that one time, it's going to kill you. Right. That's fine. But if you do that continuously, it's probably not very good for your organs or not loving you. Are you somebody who counts calories? No. Have you ever done that? You know, I was anorexic back in, back in the day, 18, when I was 18. And I counted everything then. <laughs> Like obsessively, and How now I don't. How long did it take you to overcome that? Uh, probably two years. Two years. Okay. Was there a specific incident that that? Kind my of- hair was falling out. All my hair was falling out, and my mom said, "You have one choice. No, two choices. You either get help, or you get help, or you fix it on your own. Or I'll put, yeah, I'm going to put you in the hospital and get you help, or you're going to fix it on your own." And so I did it myself. I mean, was that that sounds difficult? I mean, it's not easy, and it's something that's in your head forever and ever. Amen. 
Like it, you fight it continuously, but I don't count calories, but I do watch serving sizes. I'm very aware of what I'm eating. Okay. Like if you're eating almonds, if you grab handfuls, you are consuming massive amounts of calories at yeah. one time. So I am very aware of what I'm eating, but I don't sit and write down numbers. But I also eat everything on repeat. So there's <laughs> that. Is, uh, you know, in, in terms of um, eating disorders, I know a lot of uh, men and women, um, you know, are, are affected by them. What what was your process to overcoming that to overcoming yours? You know what? I really turned to the gym. I did. I wasn't really big into that's when I really that was when I became and in, got into the gym. Actually, <laughs> I always played sports, but I wasn't a workout person. If somebody would say, "Go run a mile." I was a soccer player. Go run a mile. Like that's dumb. Give me a ball. I'll go chase a ball. But I'm not gonna run a mile. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd never done lunges or anything. Like I so I started that. I guess about 17. Okay. And, and so, so I think that was really what pulled me out of it. Okay. That's uh that that's interesting, but it's also a good it's also a good story that that I'm hoping that someone listening or watching can know if they're in that situation they can get out of it. And you know what the bottom line is everybody's you're worth it no matter what you're going through, no matter what your weight is, no matter your depression level, just just put in your head. You know that song baby you're worth it? I don't. You I know. Who sings that? Oh, I forget it. I but that know song it. is the best. And and I, I'll sing that to myself. And I want everyone to know, no matter what they're going through, they are worth bettering themselves. Everybody is worth it. You're a super positive person. You make me want to go do something positive with you my life. You want to go life. dancing? Like, yeah, I, well, I want to j- do some jumping jacks or do oh, something oh, good. Maybe burpees? go sweet. Yeah, maybe a couple burpees. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's this, there's a, a positive vibe coming from you. Like, oh, it, it's thanks. It just, just seems like, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I, again, I just met you, but I don't feel like you allow yourself to get too negative. Is that incorrect? Or I mean, I have days. Okay. Believe me, I, everyone has days. Like my app launched um, and it crashed the server. Oh, I wasn't the happiest camper. Right. It was. It was a definitely. It was a great launch, and I could not have been more happy about how it went. But I'm telling you, the until, stress level. <laughs> until it. I mean, it crashed like that, but yeah. they got it up, and then it crashed again, and. I would say my attitude was not always the most positive. Okay. But jump rope, that's what clears my head. So that that's how I, you, that's your meditation. That's my meditation. Okay. My my jump rope's my best friend. I have it here. I was like, if I have a fifteen minute break, how how long are you jump rope? I like rope? an hour, two hours a day. So fun. Our it's definitions so fun. of fun very no, widely. No, you put oh, I put on my playlist and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> here we go, baby. Let's get this bad boy out. <laughs> and I have a good time. For the cheapskates that aren't going to get the app, do you suggest that they write stuff down and like make, make sure they're keeping ta- like tabs on their progress? In this, or do you say you know I've that, never written anything down? Really, for myself. I, I would have thought you would have. No, I've never had a huh. book. You know, like you see those workout books where yes. it's like I did this and I, I lifted this way when I was younger. Right. Yeah, I think I actually had one when I was really young, like 17, 18. But there's, I don't do that, but um, some people need that. Some people need that for, especially in the beginning when you're trying to learn how to eat healthy, I think it's really good to write down what you're eating because you forget, oh, I ate a bite of brownie here. Those little bites, especially if you have kids, eating off your kid's plate when they're done, and you just, well, I didn't eat lunch today. But you had like three chicken tenders because he didn't finish them. You know, mm. like you, that doesn't register because you didn't personally sit down and eat lunch. Right. 
And so that at that point, it's really good to write down what you're eating so you hold you accountable. But I just want to thank you for coming in. This oh, is man, awesome. Thanks for having me. It was great talking to you. You no. really are awesome. Yeah, this is, I think we've been doing MNF reps for, I can't remember if it's like, four, like 400 episodes or 40. So it's in between. That, in between, that, that's a big yeah. difference. They all I, run I together after you, a while. You, were, you thought I was joking <laughs> when I said I was bad at math. But um, listen, I, wa- I want to thank uh, again. That was awesome. So well, again, thanks really for cool. having me. You Absolutely. guys are you guys are great. Yeah.